Good morning. Today is Tuesday, August 24, 2021. Our Parsha Kisavo contains our contract with God. And the contract starts like this. And it will be if you will listen to and observe the voice of God, your Lord, Lishmar Lasos has called Mitzvosov to guard and to observe all of his commandments. That I, God, am commanding you today. God will place you at the top, at the head, in the lead of all of the nations of the world. And all of these blessings, blessings of health and blessings of plenty and blessings of security and peace, all of these blessings will come upon you, and they will overtake you, because you have listened to the voice of Hashem your God. Okay? That's what we have to do. Keep God's commandments, do what God wants, and things will be okay. There is what appears to be not only an unnecessary word, but a word that is hard to understand within the context. God wants to tell us that if we do what God says, all of these blessings, the manifold blessings that are mentioned in our portion, will come upon us. We will receive them. What is that next word? And they will reach you. Obviously, if the blessings come to you, they are reaching you. What is added by saying lahasig means to reach something, to achieve something, to, to get there, to, to have it catch up. But obviously, ubo alecha, the blessings will come to you. So, of course, if they come to you, they reach you. What's the extra word, vihisigucha? So, there are a number of explanations. I want to share one of them that I think is extremely applicable to us. It is given in a great sefer named Degel Machane Ephraim, and this sefer was written by a grandson of the Baal Shem Tov. And he utilizes a different Pasuk in a different context, but that will contain a lesson that we can apply to this Pasuk. Famous Pasuk in Tehillim, David Amelech writes in his Psalms, the famous Psalm 23. Among the famous lines, we find, Ach tov v'chesed yirdefuni which we translate, Only goodness and kindness shall follow you all of the days of your life. V'shavti b'veis Hashem yamim, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Beautiful Pasuk. Only goodness and kindness shall follow you all of the days of your life. That's not the correct translation. That's the way we translate it when we read it. At a funeral, God forbid, an unveiling, we're saying to Hillim, goodness and kindness shall follow you. That's not what it means. 
The word is, as I say, follow. Yirdefuni. Now, Yirdefuni is the word that comes from the root word, the same word as Rodef. Rodef doesn't just mean to follow someone. Rodef means to pursue someone. The context that the word Rodef is used is one person is pursuing another in order to kill them. Rodef is a word that involves pursuit with an intent for violence. That's what the word Rodef means. That's the law that the Torah teaches that we have the right to intercede to protect preemptive self-defense, to protect someone from a Rodef. A Rodef is someone who is pursuing, who is running with complete energy. But a word that implies violence, a word that implies running to commit a crime, how in the world do we understand that goodness and kindness are pursuing in this kind of a, a very, very aggressive manner? Goodness and kindness should uh, walk gently and should come nicely. And what's running and aggressive? And by the way, why should it have to run so hard? Goodness and kindness. I mean, who's going to push away goodness and kindness? Let the goodness and kindness just come gently walk along with me. That's all I need. I don't need running. I don't need aggressive. Explains this wonderful Sefer, Degelmachan Ephraim. Sometimes, and not just sometimes, quite often, we don't know where tov, good, and chesed, kindness, is coming from. Sometimes we think we know where it's coming from. And sometimes we think we have a certain plan or an approach, but it's not bringing us success. It's not bringing us the results that we predicted it would bring us. And then sometimes something happens and there's a situation. It could be a person. It could be a phenomenon. It could be a place. It could be a thing. And we run away from it because we think it's going to harm us. We think that it's not going to be good for us. But the truth is very, very often, if we are honest with ourselves and think back to our own lives, we will see many, many times where we were mistaken. Because we are not very good at being able to figure out what is actually good for us long term and what is actually very bad for us long time. And our track record, if we are honest, of being able to predict something that appears good for us and it's bright and shiny and glittery and, 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 and it tempts us and we think, oh, this is going to bring us happiness. And it turns out so much the opposite and in the reverse as well something that we run away from, something that we think is going to be negative, brings us all of the goodness in the world. And that's what God, that's what David Amelech is saying to God. David Amelech is saying, listen, God, if I'm ever in a situation where I am running away from something, but you, God, know that it is really good for me, that you, God, know that it is really kind for me, I'm asking you, please, don't give up. Don't just say, oh, he's running away. Forget it. I want you to run after me. And if you have to run aggressively, even I want you to run aggressively. 
because you've got to reach me. You've got to overtake me if I'm running away from what I should be embracing. Ach tov Sometimes the goodness and the kindness, it's not enough just to present it to me because I might, in my limited understanding, run, not, not recognize it and run away from it. God, you have to promise. Yirdifuni, be a rodef, run after me if that's what's necessary to bring me that goodness and kindness. I want to tell you two true stories. I heard both of these stories this week. True stories. I have a friend, an elder gentleman. He told me the following true story. His mother, as a child, and her family had tickets to come from England to the United States on the Titanic. The night before the voyage, her father got sick and they couldn't travel. Now, imagine for a moment the frustration and the disappointment at this plan that was to be their new life and it was taken away from them. Imagine how they felt that God's kindness had run away from them. And God's goodness had run away from them. Imagine how they must have felt that. And then imagine what they must have felt a couple of weeks later when they realized that that was goodness and kindness running after them. And it even had to cause that the father should get sick. He did survive, but he had to get sick. Nebel, he had to get sick. But that is the aggressive pursuing of God to make sure that it would be the actual goodness and kindness. It didn't look that way, but a couple of weeks later it did. And now imagine, as this man is telling me this story about a hundred years later, where this woman survived and raised a family of children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren and now great-great-grandchildren, hundreds of descendants, many of them and their people, many of us know these people, wonderful people, people of wonderful, refined character, of great leadership, of tremendous mitzvot, this entire beautiful family. Had God not pursued this young girl and her father with kindness and chesed, none of it would have existed. Wouldn't be enough for God just to provide. He had to pursue. He had to make sure that they did not get on that boat no matter how bad at the moment they thought it was. Second story. A few days ago, um, a woman passed away. You, Some of you may know her name, Sari Abelson. She was a remarkable woman. Her funeral was on Sunday. Her family is sitting Shiva. Her family gave me permission to share this story. As a little girl, she grew up in Germany. 
and her family lived in an apartment on the second floor above a German family. And the two little girls, Sari, a little girl living upstairs, and the a little girl from the German family lived downstairs. They played together. They were friends, little girls. One day, the downstairs neighbor, the German father, came home wearing a Nazi uniform. The girls were playing together. He took away Sari's doll. Of course, she started to cry. He took away her doll and gave it to his daughter. He said, now this is your doll. You can play with it. And then he slapped Sari, this little girl that had grown up in his house playing with his daughter. He slapped her. When Sari's father heard this, he said, there is no future for us here in Germany. And they left immediately. First for Israel, later Switzerland, and later Canada, where Sari raised a beautiful family, led a full life among many other accomplishments. She was a teacher at the Adath Israel School for years. People who attended the Adath Israel School in those years may remember her, a beloved teacher. Now, imagine how little girl Sari felt when she had her favorite doll taken away from her by this man who, up until that moment, was her best friend's father, and then gets slapped by him? Imagine the, yes, the upset, but just the, the inability to comprehend why in the world is this person acting towards me like this? And imagine the feelings of the father, the feelings of, of rage, to hurt my little daughter? What did she do to you? Just because she's Jewish, you, you don't have to treat her like a human being. But at the same time, the impotence to recognize there was nothing that he could do to protect his family. And so Nebuch, in that case, the Redifus, the aggressive running after with blessing and kindness had to include a slap. Nebuch, it had to include that slap. But look what that slap accomplished. It saved their lives. It allowed them to go on to create beautiful lives and a beautiful family. And today that family is all over in Canada, the United States, in Israel, a beautiful, wonderful, productive, fantastic family. And had the goodness and kindness not aggressively pursued, none of it would have happened. We don't know where good is going to come from. We think we do, but we don't. And sometimes we run away from it. The truth is, even now, even today, there are blessings that are chasing us even as we run away from them. The blessing that we have had over this past year and a half of having the opportunity to reevaluate our priorities, what is really important in life and what is peripheral. The opportunity to be able to redesign parts of our lives, to start over, re-engineering. The fact that we're able to restart synagogue services and to think about what should we include and what should we not include? The talking during davening we should not include. 
I know, the shorter speeches we should not include. Okay, fine. The life skills that we are gaining of learning to be flexible in life, learning to let go of things that are not so important, learning to live with uncertainty, is it's such an important life skill. We're being given a master's, a PhD, in being able to live with uncertainty. These are skills that will stand in our good stead for the rest of our lives in every area of life. Spending time with ourselves, getting to know ourselves, appreciating the gift of life, appreciating the gift of small moments to be able to see a friend in person and say hello, it's not a small thing. To be able to attend a simcha with the limits, with the mask, with the, ah, fine, fine. But it's so joyous. Not to take it for granted. We try to run away. We try to run away. This is horrible. It's terrible. It's a pandemic. It's a plague. It's, it's everything is bad. Yes, that's true. Yes, it, it is true. But at the same time, there are blessings. They're running after us. And we have to say to Hashem, understand that we're running away from these blessings because we're afraid of them and we don't understand them. And we think that they're bad. And, and we have some reason to think that they're bad. I mean, God, you're not making it so easy for us to understand what you're doing to us in this world. Have a little understanding of us. But please, don't give up on us. If we don't immediately search out the goodness and the kindness and the blessings that you're providing that don't look like it on the surface immediately, you got to run after us, God. Because we need those goodnesses and kindnesses, especially the ones that don't appear to be that way initially. We ask God for all the blessings, but we have to say to God, God, it's not enough that you're going to just provide these blessings. You've got to run after us. You have to not give up on us. You have to make sure that we get these blessings no matter what it takes. We need those blessings. And we're depending on you, God, to not stop, to not slow down, to not give up on us. Even if we're running away from the goodness, keep running faster. The He Si Gucha. You, God, will be able to reach us with your aggressive pursuing of us to give us these blessings. Thank you, God, for your aggressive pursuing. Don't give up on us. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.